Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke just coming in early to let you know that this is a two-parter. So what you're going to hear in this episode is part one of our fun evening with Julia Holmberg. She's back to tell us all about her wedding. So we hear all about the updates um, since the last time we spoke with her months ago to now that she's a married lady. So this is just part one. Part two will be out next week with all the confessionals. Um, And also stay tuned at the end of this episode when we're done chatting with Julia. Pam and I are going to pop in and give you... um, Um, some weekly bridal breaks. So enjoy the show. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Okay, so Pammy. Yes. We get, you, after we had um, uh, the follow-up episode where we had everybody come in and, and write back to us about their confessionals. Yep. We love a good follow-up. We love so to find fun. out what happens. Mm-hmm. We have another follow-up. We do. A whole episode of it. Live in person. And I'm so curious. I know. Because it was very TBD in the middle of the chaos when we checked in with her the first time. Yes, I cannot wait to hear. So we have from episode 48... Um, is your last day name the same? My last name is the same. Okay. I just realized when we were going to ask, it, <laughs> yeah. like, wait a minute, she did get married. Sometimes that changes. So it's Julia Holmberg from episode 48, our DIY queen. <laughs> yes. Welcome, Julia. Hi, welcome back. Thank you very much. Okay. So um, usually on the show, the way it works, in case you're new, this is a fun episode to dive into. Also, if you were a bride planning your wedding, prepared to be shocked and awed by Julia's craft skills and also (laughs) to feel like you're sort of a lazy idiot. As we all are. Yes. (laughs) So the way the show works is we invite a guest on. They tell us a little bit about their personal history with weddings. Julia is very specific because she's been on before. So we're really just going to be diving into basically where we picked up last with her. And then we, then we learn a little bit more about her view of weddings. And then at the end, we're going to the second half of the show. We, we read confessionals sent in by our listeners. Julia is going to help us answer the confessionals. Yes. And I just wanted to throw that out there because we have to do that at the beginning. So new listeners know how the show works. Yeah. And I'm so glad I'm done with that because I have to know everything about Julia's wedding. Yes. Okay. So the reason why Julia even exists in our world is that one day I was just scrolling through Instagram <laughs> and found this adorable lady who is making her own wedding dress, though she had never sewn a dress before and was just kind of winging it. So I started following her and she was so fun. And we reached out and she came on the show. And little did we know that making her own dress was only the beginning. I was just scratching (laughs) the surface. When we checked in with you, you were in the process of making all of your bridesmaids dresses along with this like laundry list of other things. Yeah, Julia, so how did it go? The further go? I got into projects, the more projects I started adding on. <laughs> and I think at its peak, my list of things to do was like 128. What? I'd like you to list yeah. them all. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I, That's insane. The night before the wedding, I took all of the to-do lists out of the binder and replaced them with like the day of schedule. So the to-do lists are lost to history, but they were there and they were many. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just kind of give us a a, a quick, just maybe like 10, 15 things that you did specifically besides your own wedding gown, which is amazing. And the bridesmaids dresses. Give us like 10 or 15 things. Let's see. 
Okay, so my own gown, my bridesmaids dresses, the bow ties and ties that the guys wore, um, all of our bouquets, all of the bridal party bouquets were silk flowers that we had made ahead of time, and then we made our bridal bouquets at like two in the morning, night before. Um, Like you do. do, Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We've tried not to, but I think you have to have like a two in the morning project the night before the wedding. It's just like, it's a I don't know how to live without that part of creativity. You know, it's like, <laughs> and, like leaves all over the room. Anyway, it worked out. It was great. Um, I made little vow books for our vows and um, did a watercolor painting of our rings on the cover of each of them. Um, we made our cake toppers together, um, little figurines of ourselves. And that was actually one of my favorite projects. I really loved how they turned out. (laughs) We did all of the tablecloths, napkins, um, centerpieces, cake stand, our chuppah, um, card box like literally everything just like stand in the middle of our wedding and spin in a circle you can point at anything and we made it wow that's incredible it's impressive um we are very much in awe of all of it (laughs) i did none of that it was a lot of fun (laughs) so in making your dress how how long were you to a point where you finally were like okay this is done this feels done um I actually went just a little bit beyond that point and then went back. So I was debating for a while whether I wanted to add a lace overlay onto the skirt of my dress. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I figured, what the heck, I'll just make it. So I made it and I tried it on and it just didn't look right. And it was just a little bit too small around the the tool skirt. So it was kind of restrictive and I just decided to forgo that and leave the dress as it was. Oh, that's cool. Right on. Yeah. Nice. So, so the problem solved itself. And I have a cool little lace overlay skirt for whatever, if I can think of something to wear it to. <laughs> it's always good to have those things, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. So um, what time of year? You got married in the summer, right? And there was a little bit of question about how weather would go because sometimes it rains because you're getting married in yes. like basically the Midwest. Is that technically what you would call? You're in Ohio, yes. right? Okay. That's correct. How was the weather? It was beautiful, clear skies, 95 degrees. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. It's a little toasty. <laughs> um, the the only thing that didn't really go exactly as I kind of thought it would was that no one wanted to dance, and I can't blame them for being in 95-degree <laughs> weather. Um, but we actually made a bunch of yard games that worked really well. Because instead of dancing in the really hot, sweaty barn, everyone went outside and played uh, yard games. Oh, like what kind of games? Um, we made a giant Jenga set with the help of our bridesmaids. Uh, <laughs> of course you yes. did. Yes, you did. <laughs> we made um, giant tic-tac-toe. Oh, fun. Uh, ring toss. And I think there was a fourth one, but I can't remember what it was right now. Cornhole? Um... Maybe <laughs> if it if it was cornhole, it was supplied by a friend. We didn't make it. <laughs> That's okay. It might, actually, I have the the giant tic tac toes right here because I have really haven't cleaned anything like from the wedding. Everything is sitting downstairs <laughs> in the oh, dining cool. room. 
X's and O's right here. That's crazy. So yeah. you did stuff for the reception. So so walk us through again. Um, how big was your wedding? And like uh, remind us kind of like the setting of the whole thing. So you had it locally, right? So you're in Ohio, yes. you want to have it in town where you were living. Mm-hmm. We had it um, in Cuyahoga Valley National Park. There are two wedding venues there, and we went for the smaller one, which was Heinz Hill Campus, and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, there's like a stone cottage on the property and this gorgeous barn and this really cool historic building. So we had all three buildings that we used. I got ready in the um, historic building, which was our rain plan. Karen got ready in the stone cottage, and then we had the ceremony outside and reception in the barn. Oh, cool. Yeah. And we had, I think our final number of people that came was in the mid-50s. Okay, that's good. Out of over 100 that were invited, but a lot of Karen's family is international and couldn't really travel. Um, But we actually had a good showing from her family, too. So we had a lot of people come that we didn't really expect to be able to make it. And that was really exciting. But it was a small crowd altogether. And it was just a really nice, intimate experience. That's cool. And you were saying um, the vow books that you made that made you so you wrote your own vows? Yes, Karen wrote hers in advance. And I wrote mine at three in the morning after I finished the bouquets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, there's nothing like from the heart than just like manic delirium. You're like, I love you. And there are some really weird words now. <laughs> yep. There's nothing more honest than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you had how many bridesmaids? Five? Um, we had a total of nine. Actually, one of our bridesmen dropped out the day before. Oh, wow. So- oh, no. What? Yeah, it, it things got a little dicey and like um I really hope that we will eventually like become friends again, but right now he has me blocked on everything. Oh jeez. So, wow. Things, yeah. Oh. Things turned sour. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. but you yeah. know. But the other 8 were absolutely amazing. Well, that's cool. And we had other friends that contributed to our ceremony too, like uh my longtime childhood neighbors, um, their names are Abby and Ben. They're grown-up adults like we are now. And Abby started dating one of my friends from high school whose name is Noah. And Noah did all of our music for our whole wedding. Oh, and it was no. He played the guitar for um, the ceremony. He played the um, processional music. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing how these things escape your mind as soon as they're not on your to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. <laughs> so he played our processional music, and it was so beautiful that like the people that were working at our at the venue for our rehearsal like teared up over it. Aww. And did all of our sound system for the reception too, and he was just amazing. That's and Abby cool. was really sick the day of the wedding, but she toughed it out for us. Poor thing. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I know. And we had our families very involved in the ceremony, too. Like um, Karen is Jewish and I'm Lutheran. So we combined. We had an interfaith ceremony and Karen's family, her brother and her mother participated in the readings and um, the blessings from the Jewish side. Mm-hmm. And 
my mom adapted the entire, like all the good parts of a Lutheran wedding ceremony and condensed them into this beautiful blessing that she read. And my sister read the marriage equality ruling from 2016 that legalized our right to marry. Yeah. Nice. My dad played our recessional music at the end. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, such a beautiful, like, I honestly, I really haven't thought about it much at all since the day of, but our wedding really was perfect. I wouldn't have changed anything about it. Oh, that's so nice. I love that. Was there anything unexpected that came up? Absolutely. There has to be. (laughs) (laughs) About 10 minutes before the ceremony, um, I couldn't find Noah, the music guy, um, and I was very confident that he was planning to come back at the exact time, you know, like, I had no doubts in him, but, like, it was <laughs> oh, God. 3.50, ceremony starts at 4, and I can't find him, and um, so I gave him a call, and he said he's there, he's in the parking lot, but there are a bunch of ambulances that are blocking the entrance to the venue. What? Oh, so it turns out someone's life alert bracelet had been triggered near the area. Oh, no. So um, we don't know. It wasn't anyone in our wedding. There's another venue like a little bit down the hill, like an old chapel that might have been the location. But I really hope the person's okay. Um, oh, my but gosh. Yeah, so that's crazy. They showed up to check out what was going on at our place and didn't find anything, thankfully. But 10 minutes before the ceremony, no one could get in um, because the driveway was blocked. Oh, my, oh my God. God. You don't really plan for that one. No, no, no. Yeah. God. And so did that throw um, you back like 10 minutes or 15 minutes to get just, everybody in? It was like very last few moments got a little bit stressful. And, you know, I'm like, I can certainly get stressed, but Karen really like struggles with anxiety sometimes. So that those few things all coming together that we're all feeling very, very overwhelming and like, gosh, is this even going to work out? So it actually turned out to be a really good thing. Well, as long as the person's okay, I hope they are. But um, in that moment of chaos, Karen and I just like pulled away for a second in this like hallway. And we had a few moments to just collect ourselves together before we got married. And it was like, the perfect way to set up for our marriage. Oh, that's Aww. nice. Yeah. Oh, she made a traffic collision, like 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 a block of people not being able to get into an entrance. Kind of romantic. That's tough to do. Yeah. <laughs> Got to work with it. You know? We live in L.A., the Heck land of yeah. traffic. We need to figure that out, Pam. Make it more romantic. <laughs> You let me know if you figure that out. So I have a couple questions just thinking, uh, you know, when we were talking to you before was kind of you were still kind of in the mix of everything. Did you end up doing any sort of like, um, uh, did you do a bridal shower or a bachelorette party? All the things that kind of lead up to a wedding? Um, We didn't do a bridal shower. We had an engagement party slash graduation party slash my birthday party like a while before. Um. And that was sufficient in terms of having to clean the house to have people over. <laughs> um, but we went out of town for our bachelorette weekend. We went together with our whole bridal party to Columbus during the Pride weekend. Yeah. So um, I made these little, like, actually, we ended up wearing them at the end of our wedding because we were so damn hot. Um, like a little vintage bathing suit for me and a little romper for Karen. 
and these big flower crowns from a previous year. Um, and I don't, I, I was going to add a veil to my crown. I don't think I did. It's amazing <laughs> how much you forget, right? No, that but sounds cool. Those pictures will remind you. That's like perfect yeah. timing. Because Pride already is kind of like wherever you go, like whatever city is having Pride. It's already this big mm-hmm. celebration. So you get to, if you're kind of going for that sort of like party atmosphere, you're honestly going to find it. So yeah. that's perfect Absolutely. for a bachelorette and weekend. We are the type of people who don't usually seek out like a party atmosphere we're kind of homebodies but like that was perfect because we didn't have to plan anything we just went to the parade and the festival and then went out to the clubs at night and everything was just so much fun oh that's awesome i like it that's super fun that's a good answer yeah (laughs) so now that you're married do you think that like does it feel different does your relationship feel different now that you're wives i think so and so I don't, I haven't really been keeping up with my Instagram account the way I used to, and I miss it. Um, but I'm just like completely absent from my phone now because I have a very different job. Um, but just to fill you in on like what happened since July 14th, we went on our honeymoon and had an amazing time. And then the day that I came back to work, I was laid off. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Big surprise. Wow. So. A week after that, I was driving Karen's car and I backed into my own car in the driveway, smashed up my bumper, um, took my car to the body shop. Body shop is looking for help. And I'm like, I'm recently unemployed. So (sighs) I started working at the body shop and I did that for like, I think two weeks. And then it, I was doing okay on that, but like my income had been like cut in less than half. Yeah. So that was the challenge, especially after paying for a wedding, honeymoon, and like all of your other expenses still sure, exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I asked the airport where I'm training if they were looking for any extra help, and indeed they were. Um, and I actually really got lucky because the the day that I asked if they were looking for help. The other two guys that work in the maintenance hangar were one had just quit and the other was on his honeymoon. So they were really on a skeleton crew. So I was handed a screwdriver and now I am working as an aircraft mechanic, working towards my license for that. In addition to my flight training. Rad. Wow. (laughs) So a whole lot of stuff is different. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But like more towards what you're interested what in you anyway. Do, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's been such a blessing in disguise. Yeah. That's why you're not on your phone so much because you've got grease all over your hands. You can't be on that phone. Yeah. It's <laughs> permanently greasy. That's why I try to not touch it like at all from eight to five every day. <laughs> so if amazing. you've had a hard time getting a hold of me, like everyone has, even my parents and like my beautiful wife can't get a hold of me during the day. Yeah, because you're like underneath, you know, you're freaking Rosie the Riveter come to life. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> now that it's getting cold, I've started tying like a little scarf around my ears so that they don't get all red and cold. Yeah. And, uh, and everyone calls me Rosie the Riveter when I do that. <laughs> That's amazing. I like it. Yeah. So, How was, sorry, God. No. Oh, I want to hear more about the honeymoon. Where'd you guys go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the first two nights we stayed at a bed and breakfast right near where we got married. Um, and it was 
so cute and so beautiful. And we just like did stuff in the national park. Um, I think the first day we didn't move our car at all. We just parked it in the parking lot at the bed and breakfast and then took the train to the site where we were going to have like our after party picnic that no one came to, which was fine. We had (laughs) bridesmaids show up and they were amazing, but like everyone else had to leave town and, you know, get back to their lives. And I can totally understand that. Um, So we had a little picnic in the park and then took the train home and um, walked down to this adorable restaurant that we go to. Like we used to go every time we would go to our venue and like tour or do an open house or have a meeting with the coordinator there. We would go to Fisher's afterwards. And like if anyone is ever in Peninsula, Ohio, in the national park, go to Fisher's. It's adorable and the food's great. Oh, you know what? I will say I definitely did a lot of stress eating while planning my wedding. So having a go-to restaurant is super good. Perfect. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And the mozzarella sticks. I cannot speak highly enough of them. Really? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Oh, I had mediocre mozzarella sticks a couple weeks ago and I have not gotten over. I need to get good mozzarella sticks. There's gonna... nothing like a good mozzarella right? stick. And there's nothing like a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really stuck it with you. It wasn't deep fried all the way. It was like soft on the outside and the inside wasn't, it wasn't gooey. I think they just oh. worked. I think they pulled them out too early. That's what it sounds like. It was no bueno. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have another question because you are you had your wedding in the summer. Now we're in late fall, starting winter. Um, I'm thinking ahead, and I'm really interested to see what you're doing about thank you cards because I feel like you're not just yeah. gonna buy something from the store and just write ty <laughs> and sign your name and send it. We actually, this was probably the least involved project that we did the <laughs> night that we got back from the honeymoon. Uh, we got our photos back, and they were so gorgeous. Um, so we just picked one and slapped it on a Shutterfly card and that was that. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> hey, yep. she did a lot. No, I get it. I totally get but that. Like, I was telling you know, Pam. Sometimes you need a little R&R between massive projects. Yes. So you've gotten the Shutterfly, um, you got them mass produced and sent to you. Have you actually mailed the thank you cards out yet? We did. Oh, we were so good. We wow. did them in like three weeks. What? Oh my yeah. gosh. Nobody does them that no, fast. No, you are putting a yeah, lot of just, people to shame right now. My family <laughs> just got included. one from a wedding in May. So beat <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, right? Nice. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Oh, man. So now that you're like, done. Sorry. So now that you're done with all of the the wedding stuff, do you do you have new projects that you're working on? Like, how are you feeding that bug? Are you just so busy with work and just that's so in the past that you're just like, that was a fun chapter, but I need a break. I wouldn't say that I've abandoned it by any means. Actually, I made like we were going to a party a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I should make a dress for it. So I made a dress and then I made a matching bow tie. <laughs> Um, but did you make Halloween really costumes? Yep. You oh yeah. Did? What, yeah. Did you <laughs> what did you wear for Halloween? So we went as Beatrice and Wirt from Over the Garden Wall. Yes. Which is like maybe a little niche. No one got my costume, but that's okay. <laughs> it was everyone thought I was a princess, and I was okay with that because the dress really turned out nice. There you go. That's amazing. 
That's yeah. so fun. Oh, man. This is crazy. I'm so happy that everything went off remotely without it. I mean, like, nothing's perfect. But, you know, like, yeah. having a little traffic hiccup, that's not terrible. We have to yeah. ask. So the, we have it, to ask it, the it, questions. Do yeah. you know what's coming now? The question that we ask everyone who's actually finished getting married? Um, go ahead. I'm not going <laughs> to guess. Pamela. We need to know what the best and the worst part of the whole process has been. You can decide if you want to start with negative or start with positive. It's your life. <laughs> okay. Well, there was like the one really negative thing was having one of our bridesmen drop out the day before. Yeah, sure. that counts. Yeah. Um, so like that. Yeah. So the, the issue was um, we gave him a year's notice on like the setup day and then like a full month's notice on the schedule. And he never called off of work. So come on, man. Yeah, he kind of left us hanging. And um, upon discovering that he wasn't going to be able to make it for any of the setup or the rehearsal, um, you know, things had just kind of been a little rocky lately anyway. And um, we just said, like, you know, the choice is yours. You can come. But if you don't, if this isn't like what you want to do, if this isn't a priority for you right now, then you don't have to come. So he made his choice, and that was really hard. But the rest of our bridal party more than stepped up to make up for, like, the lost manpower and the lost, like, you know, that that really sucks to have one of your best friends bail on you the day before. Yeah. Uh, yeah for but sure. it's cool that the other friends stepped up. That's really awesome yes. to kind of – because what you need whenever there's a negative point – is for people to kind of counterbalance that a little bit. And it's cool mm-hmm. that your friends kind of sensed that and were like, okay, let's do this. And um, his bow tie ended up being worn by our music guy. <laughs> that worked out too. Perfect. Perfect. And he was a but hero. Was, like he did all the music. Yeah, he earned yeah. it. He earned that bow tie. Absolutely. Sure did. More than earned the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What is the best? What's the best? Oh, wow. That's I think that's harder than what was the worst because it like there were so many special moments like throughout the whole day. Um, One that's coming to mind right now is like in the Jewish tradition, immediately after the ceremony, the couple is supposed to spend 10 to 15 minutes alone together to just be married before you go out and be like the newlyweds for everyone else just to be Mrs. and Mrs. Holmberg for the very first time. That's cool. So we had our 10 minutes and like we we ran out of our ceremony with our bouquets and into the stone cottage where we had a snack set up and everything. And I don't think we ate the snack. Smart. (laughs) Oh, I just you didn't eat the snack. That's the only time you're going to eat. Yes, that's the only time they're going to eat. (laughs) Don't worry. There was plenty of food. No one was hungry. Okay. But But did you eat at your wedding? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, sometimes people absolutely. don't. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so you're we, back we in the missed out on the appetizers, but we got the dinner. It was okay, good. that's good. Good. So sorry, you're back in your your in the cottage. beautiful cottage with yes. the snacks left I just unattended. Broke down crying. <laughs> I was like so overwhelmed, and I mean, like I cried all the way down the aisle, and like intermittently through the ceremony, like all of the pictures walking down the aisle are like kind of ugly <laughs> my crying face isn't a good one <laughs> but the first 
10 minutes of being married just completely overwhelmed me and it was just amazing and we took pictures of our rings like on our fingers for the first time and I that's the picture that's the background on my phone and um I know yeah (laughs) it was just so special it was like the exactly what you would want to feel after getting married Oh, that's a really good answer, Julia. I love Damn. that. I know. <laughs> and the cake was so good, too. Another highlight. <laughs> the silver. <laughs> the silver runner goes to cake. <laughs> I like that, too. Wait, explain this cake. Yeah. Tell us more. It was just, like, cute and simple. It was, like, a two-layer, pretty traditional wedding cake, but with polka dots. And our topper... And um, the lady that made the cake is like a friend of a friend's mom. And like, that's her thing. She's a baker. So like, we weren't really planning on doing like an actual wedding cake. We were thinking maybe we'll do like a grocery store cake or, you know, maybe something more budget friendly. But she actually ended up being well within our budget. And she was so much fun to work with and so sweet. And the cake was absolutely incredible and she instead of like saving the top of the cake she bakes you like a mini cake for your one year anniversary so I'm like I'm counting the days for that (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome does she so she works professionally or is she just a friend that she does this professionally do you know the name of the company that she works with or do you know anything what her name is it's um her name is Stacy, and her business is Sensational Desserts. Okay. And she's in Northeast Ohio. Okay, cool. We'll put a link in our show, awesome. definitely. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like thumbs up. That's a rave review. That's, yes. And the idea of getting a little frozen mini cake so you don't have to worry about it on the day, like that, mo- yeah. that moment of like, don't touch this part. Perfect. It's perfect. Yes. That's awesome. And That's a pro. You know, we really tried to cut like a nice piece for like the part where you feed each other. And it was like a lopsided mess, but the cake before we touched it was stunning. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to eat it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's very hard with two people using the knife at the same time. You know? Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Yeah. It was a mess. <laughs> it was. It was bizarre. I think I like made a face. It felt weird. Also, he's his hands are so much bigger than mine. Right. And he's stronger than me. So it's kind of like, again, like the lopsided where I wasn't prepared for the amount that he was doing. And so you yeah. didn't practice. Yeah. Who thinks it's to practice good, that? Just kidding. A good early exercise in teamwork as a newly married couple. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> that's Oh, man. That's a great way to end. We cake. Just, yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, he doesn't love cake. I love cake. I love cake. I love cake. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love Julia. She's so sweet. She makes me feel so lazy, you guys. <laughs> like, I, I feel know. like such a chump. I can't do shit. I can't sew. You can sew and knit. Yeah. Right. Crochet. And cro- or you can crochet, but yes. not knit. Correct. See, you know there's a difference. I don't even know that. <laughs> One needle or two. I tried cross-stitching as a child, just ended up with bloody fingers, so that was a no. Not your thing. God, she's right. a champ. It's a, and she can learn how to fly a plane. She's a talented lady. I mean, I feel like every time I hear her tell me about her life, I'm just like, I got to get more hobbies. I got to get some interests. <laughs> 
Damn it, Julia. You're so cool. Um, so this is the end of the podcast where I just work my own stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> therapy for Brooke. This is therapy for Brooke. <laughs> it all started when I was four. Um, so um, yeah, this is actually Bridal Breaks. Welcome to the Bridal Breaks section. For anyone who is new to the podcast, Bridal Breaks are just suggestions we give not only to brides, but to anyone um, that is helping to plan a wedding, these are things to do that have nothing to do with weddings. Just fun, fun things to enjoy your lives. Um, I think we're getting into the holidays now. Are we both going a little bit holiday-ish? We are. Okay, yeah. Because now this one's in December. So I decided to make this one um, a little gifty, like a fun thing to do, but also potentially to give as a gift to somebody. Nice. You like that? I do. Um, do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, mine is a book. Um, my, it's a book that for the record guys, when I saw an article about this book, mm-hmm. I immediately pre-ordered it and then completely forgot about it. So when it showed up, it felt like a gift and it was really fun and I giggled and I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm You're so like, glad. Me. I'm so glad I purchased this book. Um, it is called, oh my gosh, let Ruth in because this All is right. kind of dog related. Come on, okay. My doggy is coming in. Hi Ruth. <laughs> Got her little bone. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Ruth. Um, the book is called His Royal Dogness, Guy the Beagle, the remarkably true story of Meghan Markle's rescue dog. And it's a children's oh. picture book all about her little beagle and, and him living in uh, in England with her. Like like when she got married. It's like this little, It's there's a, li- there's a little bit of a plot. Yeah. But it's all like right. as a children's book is adorable. So I think it's great to give to little kids. That's right. They really like cute. doggies. And I think also if anybody went gaga over the royal wedding over the, the Kinda summer. Kind of like we did. Yeah. I, I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> nope. Does not ring a bell. Nope. But okay. it's a fun, like, I think, I mean, guys, I think it's like under 20 bucks. So it's like a fun. Also, I think this would also be a fun um, white elephant gift. <laughs> yes. Right? Because usually I have to be like under 20 bucks or yeah. something. And I think this is. Um, also, just throwing it out there that um, the one of the people that helped, actually, I think the writer of it is um, currently a writer for the Colbert or the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So it's like a TV writer. It's like super funny. Um, but yeah, it's super cute. I love the illustration. Yeah, it's, it's really like beautiful nice. watercolors. Yeah. yeah, and it really is. The illustrations are adorable and like have their own little added humor to them. And it's sweet. And it's about a little doggy. I want to read it. It was a little doggy orphan. And now he's a royal doggy. Yeah, And the queen guy. is in it and she's adorable. <laughs> anyway, so I breezed through it and I... I already am like, well, how many more copies do I need to buy to gift this Christmas season <laughs> and Hanukkah and, and New Year's? It's perfect. So, yeah, if you're looking for a, you know, the holidays are coming up, you're looking for a gift or you just want to get it for yourself. It is super cheap and adorable. And it's like a big picture book. So it's like a fun gift. It's big. I like it. Okay. I don't know why I'm doing it's this. Big. I don't know why I'm selling it as if like I make money off of it. I was like, yeah, and it's big and it's shiny. Anyway. I like the book. <laughs> so um, His Royal Dogness, Guy the Beagle, the remarkable true story of Meghan Markle's rescue dog. I just noticed that pun in there. The remarkable. <laughs> I didn't notice it right now. So anyway, um, yeah. I like it's got the two flags on the front. Yeah, he's wearing a cute Both. little crown. So cute. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. My he's kids adorable. will love it, I'm sure. Yeah, they can't have this Can one. I borrow nope. it? What? I'm just kidding. Said borrow. We'll see. Maybe I'll just gift it. Maybe I'll give them one for their for their holidays okay yeah don't let them listen to this podcast they shouldn't listen anyway they should not they do not i know there's an e they don't listen (laughs) pammy what is your bridal break for the week so mine um i'm gonna have a hard time pronouncing it so oh um, great yeah (laughs) 
Well, you know what? I didn't take French. Ooh, um, I love it. I brought a little bit of uh, England, and you're you bringing did. France. Ooh, la la. It's um. Speaking of la, it's la. I'm gonna totally mess this up. Poyer. I don't see the name of the. Where right am there. I looking? Right. La Poyer Bliss is La Poyer. Thank right. Oh, with an accent. Poyer. Oh my goodness, this is fun. <laughs> Um, it means pear. Yes. So it's a pear vodka. Um, nice. So pear vodka bliss. And mm. I, this just sounded so good and um, sweet, of course. But sure. it's pear vodka. Yeah. It, it's um, Godiva black chocolate liqueur. It Ooh. is Frangelico hazelnut liqueur, simple syrup, double cream, milk, and pear. three slices of pear and grated nuts. It's just like... Sounds decadent. Yes. Another dessert drink. It sounds, you know, with the hazelnut and the chocolate just seemed very, like, kind of warm and cozy. But the pear is a nice little crisp, you know. Yeah. um, Fall. Yes. Well, we're almost to winter, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. know. It just sounded really, really good. That sounds yummy. I like it. La Poire Bliss. La Poire Somebody Bliss. help me out mm-hmm. with how to pronounce this. Oh my God, this. I apologize Please. to any French listener or anyone who took yes, French. Yes, I'm so sorry. I did not take I did not take French. I had a roommate once who took French when she was in high school and college. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that she would try to keep up on her French is she would buy the Harry Potter books in French and read them aloud to her cat. And oh. it was super adorable. I <laughs> wish I did. Beautiful, fluffy, like Persian cat, and she's just talking to it in French while reading a book. And I'm just like, well, you're just the most adorable human ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Harry Potter. <laughs> a, a bonus bridal break. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, that's all the bridal breaks, guys. That's it. Um, now we're going to go on to tell any more about our show, Pamely. It's about Pamely? Pamely. Yes. That's your new name. A new name today. Pamela's family. The Pamely. <laughs> Welcome to the Pamely, guys. Um, so tell everybody all about our podcast and different ways you can find out about it. We do it in a form of a quiz. We do. Hold on, let me grab a clipboard. There's a clipboard and a pen. And we're going to find out how good Pammy is at knowing things about our podcast. (laughs) You can find more information about our podcast at a website. What is the website called? Weddingconfessionals.com. We are on social media. Where can you find us? You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yay! All the links to those are where? On WeddingConfessionals.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also on the website is, uh, oh, sorry, I'm going backwards. Well, you know what? We'll go with it. On the website, yes. there's a tab that you can click on in mm-hmm. order to send us your stories. We love your stories. They're always anonymous. Yes. Super confessionals. Mm-hmm. Super great. I'm going to go backwards on okay. this one. So one of the ways that you can send us your confessional is on the website. Mm-hmm. What's the tab that you have to click on? Click on tell us your secret. Yes. From there, you just put in a name and put in your information. Hit send. Yep. Going backwards. Very easy. There's also a phone number. You can leave a voicemail. Yes. Um, we just transcribe it. We never use your voice. We yep. change the names. Um, what is the phone number? Let's see, Pam. 434. Yes. Uh, oh, come on. I can't think of it. 434. Four, uh, pick a number. 533. Three. Damn it. 
is the phone number. Also, you can send us an email. The email is easy, Pammy. You know that. <laughs> Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Holla. Um, so those are the ways that you can send us your confessionals. Um, also, we would like you to give us um, a rating and a review on iTunes and hit subscribe. Because all those little things that you do on iTunes um, helps us move up in the weird algorithm and makes it so that more people can find our show. So help the other brides and grooms out there in the world that are desperate for a little bit of humor uh, with a splash of advice and a lot of opinions and <laughs> yes. a random dog that runs around. And we enjoy reading the reviews. So Yes, they're very funny. Yes, keep them coming. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Thank you. Um, also, you can subscribe and follow us in all the different types of ways to find our podcast and other podcast providers besides Apple yes, Podcasts. that's true. We're in a bunch of different places. A bunch. Um, I have um, put them in alphabetical order for my own amusement sa- mm-hmm. slash comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like you to see how many you can get in a row in alphabetical order without stopping. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, I gift you with Apple Podcasts. Oh, such a gift. I know, I'm very generous. Such a giver. Mm-hmm. Um, Caspa? Yes, ma'am. Castro? Yes, ma'am. Downcast? Yes, ma'am. Google Play? Uh-huh. iHeartRadio? Yep. Um, Don't look at the dog. She doesn't have the answers. <laughs> um, Overcast? Yes! Um, Player FM. Uh-huh. Podbean. <gasps> Pocket Cast. Pocket Podbean. Cast. Pod Paradise. Podtail. Podcast Attic. Podcast Land. Podcast Republic. Radio Public. Spotify. Stitcher Radio. And YouTube. Woo-woo. You did pretty good. I did all right. Yeah. Oh, now she's upset, guys. I got to deal with a grumpy Pam for the rest of the night. <laughs> Help me. Um, so we're going to see you guys next week for part two. Yeah. Julia. All right. Yeah, we get we have some really interesting confessionals. Yeah. So definitely stay tuned. It got deep. It did get deep. And yeah. you picked a good person to have a deep one with because Julia is a thoughtful person. Yes. You did a good job with them. It was good. Yeah, you challenged us, Pam. I did. It was a good one. It was fun. Um, so yeah, stay tuned next week. All I'll right. see you then. Bye, Pammy. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.